Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the March 2018, episode 18 of Big Ideas for Small Business. We're glad to have you with us today. I'm excited to have my friend, Emily Holland, from Martin Holland Advertising, right here in our hometown of Anderson, South Carolina, with us today. So, Emily, we're really tickled pink to have you uh, on our podcast today. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yep. Good deal. Hey, so, um, Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you will. Give us a little bit of your bio before we jump into our topic today. Certainly. Well, uh, uh, first and foremost, my name is Emily Ballinger Holland, and um, I'm actually from Anderson, South Carolina, born and raised. I think most people need to know that to understand a bit of my story. Um, grew up here, actually, um, in with a family business um, that my grandfather started um, was actually a swimmer um, kind of majority of my middle school high school days and was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship to the University of Texas in Austin there I studied um, advertising actually Um, on a whim took a class fell in love with it and the rest they say is history Um, fell in love with advertising um, studied that my entire career majored in advertising minored in English Um, when I graduated from the University of Texas decided that I wanted to come back to the East Coast um, for a great opportunity in Charleston. I actually uh, worked with at Kiowa Island Golf Resort and helped to open the sanctuary, a five-star, five-diamond hotel there on the property, in which I kind of swapped careers for a little while, but then was pulled back into the advertising arena um, through an agency in Charleston. Worked on several major brands, Carnival Cruise Lines, PGA Championships, K-Bar Knives, um, kind of to, quote-unquote, cut my teeth to start my career. Was down there for about eight years and had a great opportunity to move back up here to the upstate um, with my husband. Ben, Sean, and um, so we've been back in the Anderson area now for seven and a half years. Um, went to work for Martin Advertising at the time uh, for the sole purpose of actually eventually acquiring the company. Louise Trammell, uh, Martin Advertising's founder, um, actually, and I had a great meeting, um, one of which she discussed she was ready to retire, and I discussed I had an interest in owning a business. Um, I'd like to think that the good Lord had a hand in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, started that process. I actually acquired the company three years ago, um, and it's something I am continue to be passionate passionate about. We've grown. Um, Our team is now a team of eight, so we are a small business and continuing to grow. Um, But I love what I do. It's absolutely fabulous. Now that's me on a professional side. Um, On the personal side of life, I am a wife and a mom. Um, Most importantly, my husband's name is Sean and my son's name is Beckett. Uh, We also have two labs, um, Cash and Carter, and yes, they are named after Johnny Cash and June Carter. Um, (laughs) Love a little country music, but um, we actually reside here in the Anderson area and in the process of renovating my grandparents' old farmhouse as well. So have a lot going on in my life, but um, I'm very fortunate and blessed. Yeah, that's great. I think you and I have very similar stories in that, you know, you worked at your you know, you're part of a family-owned business, and I'm the third generation in our business, so there's an awful lot of similarities. And, hey, we just hope that our listeners can learn something today, to, you know, the way they can take out and make their businesses better, whether they're first generation, you know, they're, whether they're, they're the entrepreneur that started it, or they may be fourth or fifth generation. So you know, that's really cool. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, so we're going to talk about a subject today that I honestly know nothing about. <laughs> Typically, you know, when we talk about something, I know a little bit about it. We're going to talk about marketing your business through social media, and this is one of a of a two part series for our listeners. Just let them know Emily will be with us again next month. 
So anyway, I'm just going to dive right in again. I'm, hopefully, I can lean in and listen to your answers and learn something how we can make our business even better through social media. So my first question is, why is marketing your business through social media important? Well, I think first and foremost, to answer that question, Tim, you have to look at why is marketing your business as a whole important. Um, In today's world, you really have to look at the fact that referrals and word of mouth are wonderful, and advertising and marketing is not meant to replace that. It's simply meant to complement it and assist it. But you also have to think about, um, in our world, everyone, well, not everyone, the majority of people have some type of access to a mobile device, to a desktop, to a laptop, to the internet, right? Well, that, in a sense, made our world a little bit smaller, but it also made marketing a whole lot more interesting, Um, and thus through the ways of social media. When you look at the recent stats right now, about 93% of people perform studies, research online before they even pick up the phone and call, ask a question, or send an email. It's a subtle way for them to kind of do some digging and do some research before they even go out and ask the question, who should I use, why should I use them, that type of thing. So I think that marketing your business through social media is potentially of the utmost importance. I do think it's an additional platform for you. I think that's also an an opportunity for businesses to really engage in a different setting with their audience, Um, but also potentially to allow them to come to become what I call brand ambassadors. Because at the end of the day, social media is about engagement. It's about, hey, how do you share your message with someone else? And when or where or why is it most relevant to them? It could be you know, a very broad spectrum of that purchase funnel of any type of cycle. Um, so for me, I think um, social media is, it's a broad term, so to speak. There's a lot of aspects of social media, a lot of platforms in social media. But I do think um, it's not meant to be overwhelming. It's meant to be an opportunity okay. that it should be seized. Okay, oh, that's good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, I want to ask you a question that um, uh, that just sparked from what you just from what you just said. Sure. So, you know, you know, you know a little bit about our family business. You know, uh, you know, we've got a, uh, 150 plus team members and been in business 43 years. We're a manufacturing company. We make stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we're very careful about. I mean, we we really honestly we have very little of a social media presence. Um, you know, we're hopefully we can learn some things through our conversation today and next mm-hmm. month to where we can become better at what we're doing there. But if you're a manufacturing company, typically you get so caught up in operations and getting parts out the back door. Social media is not a big deal to us right now. Mm-hmm. So if you could speak into if you could speak into our company, sure. you know, what are some things that we may could do? Because, you know, the, my fear, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. is I don't want to have to take one of our staff members and for them to have to work on social media on a daily basis. I like for them to a couple times a month to plug in, but maybe I need to look at that through a different lens. So, mm-hmm. I think that um, when you look at social media, you first have to determine the platform that's going to be most beneficial to your business, right? And evaluate that platform and evaluate what types of users are on that platform and what those platforms are best used for, you know, as far as tactics and speaking to. So for instance, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a very business professional, business savvy type of social network. It's wonderful as a great resource for recruiting. 
it's a great resource um, just for other B2B type of interests and things. There are opportunities to market and engage on LinkedIn. Whereas you could look at like social media on a Facebook side of things, for instance. Well, within our market or our DMA, the Greenville Spartanburg Asheville DMA, it's a pretty heavily used um, type of platform. Last year, I think the biggest growing demographic on Facebook was 55 plus. Well, that is um, since actually read an article that recently said that that shifted back to 18 to 24 because of Facebook's acquisition of Instagram. What I would tell you to look at from one of those standpoints would be, hey, you know, do you have um, transportation teams that are constantly delivering things here that are checking in at particular times? First and foremost, claim your Facebook page, claim your Instagram page, even if you're not using it, because I guarantee you other people are, they're checking in, and you may have reviews and reports and things out there that you're not even aware of. At least have it. Um, Next would be to identify how you want to use it. Okay, what are your goals? Who do I want to speak to? And then develop your strategy and your tactics around how you want to accomplish those goals through a social media outlet. Is it important for you to drive a lot of likes? Is Facebook a great platform potentially for you to have a private page where you can communicate with your employees? It could mm -hmm. be that. No, that's good. Is it one that, you know, potentially um, from an Instagram standpoint or a Facebook standpoint where you highlight some great accomplishments that employees have done? Mm -hmm. For instance, five years, 10 years, 20 year employees where you're celebrating some type or even a retirement where they can take that post or take that image and share it you know, with their friends and their family. It's an opportunity for me not only to communicate with an outside audience in and marketing your brand, but it's an opportunity to continue to engage and create your culture, what you have inside these walls, outside the walls, mm. and to share that with other friends and family members. I think that's of the utmost importance because what you see on a daily, day, daily basis with a lot of businesses is they're trying to develop a culture. It's just important to them to have a happy, healthy employee on site as it is to have a happy and healthy staff or family member or child off site, right? Because at the end of the day, the personal affects the professional. It always does and vice versa. So how do you continue to engage and utilize those things? Um, and I think for some businesses, they look at social media solely as a way to, how do I drive ROI? How do I drive a return? Well, my challenge to you would be, okay, maybe that's not my goal or B2B person's goal mm -hmm. or business's goal. It may be something that is, okay, let's start this simple as an opportunity to engage with my team mm -hmm. um, in other ways, in other platforms. But it's also subtly a way that you can engage and increase your brand presence in other areas. Yeah. Um, I think that for me, people think of marketing and advertising as very short term. It's not. Mm. You have to think of it as a long-term game, like mm. a long-term goal. Okay, these are my short-term goals in between to build my likes, for instance, on Facebook to 500, to 1,000, to 1,500, to 20-plus thousand. But, you know, how do we go about doing that? How do I offer content that is relevant to my audience? But not only that, how do they engage with it? It's not just about push, push, pushing at your audience. It's about how do you pull in? Do you offer a cool kind of contest or some way, shape, or form? Do you offer an article, you know, that tells a little bit more about what it is that you do here in Anderson? Or better yet, how does Sergeant Metal give back? Mm -hmm. um, ways that you're involved in the community and challenge the community to do that. You know, is it 
looking at Monday motivations or, you know, um, maybe a give back Wednesday type of thing, coming up with things that are pat- that mean a lot to you and your team and, and, and how that engages, again, across the community, across your team on site, but also across potential new audience members. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a fantastic answer. And we could have a couple of additional <laughs> podcasts just on what you talked about right there. And, you know, and for our listeners, if they listen to the February podcast, you know, mm-hmm. I interviewed the first time I interviewed one of our team members mm-hmm. that's uh, who's in charge of our support services and HR. So it's all about our people right. about becoming a best place to work. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that you mentioned today, we can tie into what we are already working on mm-hmm. that I think can help us to, mm-hmm. you know, to work. We truly want to be a best place to work, but you got to change that from the inside out. Some of the things you talked about are some mechanisms for us to to help us get there. So that was great. And I think to speak to your question, Tim, which I didn't do, was on the fact of how do you allocate a resource towards doing this? I think you start small. Um, I'm a big believer in, uh, in obviously a former swimmer, you dip your toe in the water mm-hmm. versus diving in head first. Um, so identify that person who may be passionate or may be very active on those platforms. And that might be your right fit to start with. But then ask them to do or be in a consistent manner, identify five or 10 minutes a week, mm-hmm. okay? Five or 10 minutes a week, that's it. It may be every Monday that you, you know, that you set aside to to focus on the social media aspect. It could be to develop a calendar so that you know your approach. It could be um, to tap into a potential software like a Hootsuite, for instance, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful if you have multiple social media platforms that you're trying to push things out on. I think that's one of the biggest things that people used to hear is, I have to log into this one, log into this one, log into this one, and then one's more copy heavy, one's more image heavy, and then one's both. How do do you consolidate all of that? Mm -hmm. Well, a platform like Hootsuite actually allows you to be able to do that and then schedule the posts out so that you're kind of done um, in the sense of scheduling what you want to push out. Now, you're not necessarily done in the sense of answering questions or engaging with people online. So identify the times of the day and or the times of the week where you notice your peak audience hours and have that be times when you kind of tap in and answer questions and do things. If you are consistent with how you approach it and how you handle it, your audience then in turn under starts to understand your schedule and your approach. And again, it continues to build trust in your brand. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's not a matter of, um, what I say quantity it's a matter of quality Mm -hmm. and how you do it and how you go about executing it Um, it doesn't have to be every hour on the hour (laughs) right you know start small Mm -hmm. two times a week maybe and then say okay I've got this and then maybe have a goal to build to three times a week Mm -hmm. or four times a week you know and then continue to go from there yep but you've got to start somewhere that's that's good and I think what what great wisdom for our listeners is hey, you know what, just dip your toe in the water. Don't dive in head first. I think that's really good. And I know a lot of times I just want to dive in head first, you know, but, but I think it is slow. I think start slow. That's really great advice. Mm-hmm. All right, my next question, and some of this you may have already answered in my previous question I asked earlier. Right. Who is the audience you're trying to reach by marketing online? Well, I think you're, you know, if you look at, 
who has access to online, any given audience can truly be online, right? Um, you've got, you know, teenagers all the way up to, you know, my mother, who is now a grandmother, is on Facebook because she wants to see pictures of her grandson, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the age demographic is extremely broad as to who you're going to find online. What you really need to hone into is is who is your target audience? What, what age demographic are they in? Is it 25 to 54, which is a pretty broad range? I would guarantee half of that may be probably on Facebook the majority of the professional ones of those are probably on LinkedIn and then the remainder on Instagram those are kind of your three major players right now Twitter is fabulous from the sense of um, you know it really is great for a um, someone who's in sports or a celebrity type of endorsement people track that people really utilize that platform a little bit more um, on that side of things but again it's content and copy focused Mm -hmm. you don't have the image and we are a very visual society so I would again say Focus in on who you want to speak to and then identify the platform that potentially has that audience on there or identify the platform where the majority of your users currently are um, and then go about speaking to them through that platform. Um, Again, I always say it's better to focus on one platform than it is on five platforms. Mm -hmm. Take that one platform and your audience in that one platform and build it a mile deep and then carry them with you to other platforms. That's good. Rather than going an inch deep across five platforms, right? Truly engage with those people and they will follow you to your next place. Uh, that's that's really good. That's really good. I'm sure that hopefully our listeners are leaning in there because again, <laughs> you know, and I think just in business in general, the depth that we need to go for goals or whatever we're working on, I think that's important. And I think that example there is, is true as well. So just start with one and mm-hmm. then build from there. I mm-hmm. think that's good. Yes, absolutely. All right, hey, my next question, besides the most popular social media outlooks or, you know, um, whatever the social media what are they called? Mechanism, not mechanisms. What? What? Platforms. Platforms. Thank I call you. Them platforms. Pla- <laughs> platforms. Thank you. And yeah, some of those you mentioned: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, is is there any others that uh, Periscope? Is that one or not? Sure. Really? You, well, I mean, you think about it. You've got Snapchat. You've got Periscope. Now you've got YouTube, which is playing a big part in it. YouTube just launched a TV channel, so you've got YouTube TV. Um, really, the online landscape and social media landscape continues to evolve. What I would tell you is to continue to read um, and utilize various marketing resources. Um, You know, I subscribe to AdAge, I subscribe to um, several different types of places that offer key insights into what's happening in the marketing world. It's very similar to how when I have a client who's in a particular industry, I start reading up on their industry so that I know more. I would encourage you, again, add a newsletter, the American Marketing Association. You know, add one of those into your repertoire, into your reading mix, and I guarantee you at some point, online, social media, or something around that is going to pop up as an instant, you know, as a kind of conversation piece. Um, And again, it allows you to explore a little bit more. Um, But there are a ton of resources that are out there and available to you, but I think you just have to start by first digging. Um, Or better yet, Google and ask the question. That's what I always tell my team. (laughs) Okay. No, that's that's real good. That's good. Um, there's, There's so many different options with platforms mm-hmm. so if you had to pick one that you would do if you if we've got one of our if we have some of our listeners 
that are not doing any social media right now that they want to get started they want to dip their toe into the water mm-hmm. which one would you recommend if you can well it would truly depend upon the type of client so if you are in general in in business um, very retail conscious product heavy i would first and foremost say evaluate facebook that's the major player in the market right now if you start there you're starting in a strong spot um, I think that if you're more on the B2B side, I would look more to LinkedIn. Um, again, that's more on a resource um, professional recruitment type of side of things, but also industry savvy articles um, and different things you'll find there. Um, for me, uh, Facebook is that major player. Um, it continues to set the bar and they set the bar very high with regards to what's, what they're doing. So I think that would be my recommendation. Okay, all mm-hmm. right, thank you. Hey, my, my final question for today, is do you have any uh, closing comments or is there one piece of advice that you would want to leave our listeners with as we finish up our podcast today? Sure. Um, First and foremost, be consistent. And whatever it is that you are doing with regards to your marketing and advertising efforts, be consistent. Do not be knee-jerk. Do not react. You want to be as proactive as possible and plan as much as possible. Yes, marketing today is about being flexible and nimble, but if you have what I call a skeleton in place, it allows you to have that consistent approach with regards to your brand, your message, your culture, and then build the meat and potatoes around it, so to speak. Um, I would also say don't be afraid to do things differently. Step outside of the box and outside of your comfort zone. Sometimes in the online arena, especially with visuals, video, animated GIFs, that's what sparks people's attention. And you you know, it's the difference between getting 500 views and over a million views. Um, Quite frankly, it can be. And then the other thing is, let your audience tell you what they want to see and want to hear. Look at the reporting and the analytics because your audience will truly tell you what they love and enjoy the most coming from your brand or from your business. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, hey, I, I want to thank you, Emily, for being uh, with us today. Thanks. And hey, I look forward so our listeners can listen to next month as we continue part two of social media marketing. So everyone take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.